Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Omiyo's Corner. We're back again, firing the punches. We keep coming with the amazing content. And I always say this, I always say I'm excited for this week's episode, but I'm always excited for every episode because they're so awesome. This one I really feel is going to be very valuable to a lot of people, um, especially those of you who are around the GCSE sixth form stage and are beginning to think about your options for higher education. Obviously, we know the typical traditional route of either going to university or going out into the working world. But one um, option that isn't really talked about often that really combines these two together is the idea of degree apprenticeship. So I've got an amazing person here who is currently doing a degree apprenticeship to really delve into this with us. So without further ado, I don't want to talk too much. So I'm going to allow our guests to introduce themselves and just briefly tell us what they're doing. So take it away. Hi everyone, my name is James. I am currently doing a degree apprenticeship in a professional services firm. Um, A bit about me, so I am 18, I am from London. Um, I started the degree apprenticeship two weeks ago now, at the beginning of September this year. Um, And in my free time I do like to do coding and programming, Um, so I like to do Python and Visual Basic codes. and I also like to do, uh, I also like to go swimming, go cycling, and also like to go on some nice walks around the city. Academically, for GCSEs, I did obviously the compulsory subjects, maths, English, science, RE, French, geography, and computer science. Um, and they were all grade eight to six. And then for my A-levels, I went on to do maths, computer science, and geography which I I suppose I finished this year. I don't know if finish is the right word, but um, so I'm going to talk a little bit about um, what a degree apprenticeship is. Um, so a degree apprenticeship, or it can often be called a level six apprenticeship, is a, an apprenticeship, is a type of apprenticeship. Um, so apprenticeships combine the idea of working and studying. So my degree apprenticeship, I work for my company four days a week. And then one day a week, I do my studying towards a degree. Um, and now this is a, a full degree. This is a you know completely recognised degree, Bachelor of Science. Um, so yeah, so with a degree apprenticeship, you work and you learn at the same time. You're hands-on in your job. So often you're, what you learn from your university studies, you put that into place in your work. Um, so that is really beneficial, I think. And it's it's a way of obviously putting your learning into p- practice and you're able to you know, continuously learn throughout that. Um, so degree apprenticeships, they typically take three or four years depending on the university side of things. So mine in particular takes four years because we only do university one day a week. Whereas other mm. places, they might do the university more full time and then do the job maybe only two days a week, for example. I see, I see. So um, in terms of just, so you've explained to us a bit about what a degree apprenticeship is about, which which sounds so awesome, I think, because it's all about the idea of learning something and then actually putting it into practice directly in your work, which I think is so cool. So just in terms of um, more detail on like the structure, for example, um, so at the end of the four years, you get a normal like degree the same as anyone else, um 
is there are there any like extra things that you have to do or is it just that one day a week contributing to your uni work and after four years you've got your degree yeah so on that so how it works for me is Mm. um my four years are actually split into three sections I see um which are level four level five level six which Mm. are equivalent to first second and third year of uni okay um so per year I have approximately five modules um obviously it depends give or take and with those four are compulsory and one is an optional module Mm. Um, and these modules last 10 weeks long and so during that 10 weeks every Friday for me is the study day where I do my uni stuff I see and then so that is a lot of independent learning so you need to you know definitely have some motivation but then within that week two and week seven we have four days in total so two lots of two days workshops um, where we actually well pre-covid we would have went face to face to sort of a, a learning place a classroom and you know put our uni learning to practice you know had sort of worksheets you know all of that stuff um mm. obviously because of covid that's all online but that's like where we have a teacher and a lecturer as such who yeah. are there to sort of go through the uni work I see. Okay, great. Cool, cool. So um, the next thing I just wanted to ask is a bit more for you personally, um, because I think it's often interesting and it would be helpful for listeners to know your thought process behind wanting to do a degree apprenticeship. Like, what was it that drew you to doing a degree apprenticeship in comparison to like going to uni or going out into like the working world directly? um what was it that drew you to um to doing a degree apprenticeship what was it that made you choose it how did you know it was for you um so obviously as you said you know you do have the options of going to uni and obviously going to work and I Mm. think that the degree apprenticeship obviously slap combines them together yeah Um, and for me the degree apprenticeship definitely matches with my learning style of being pra- a practical learner, being hands-on and getting involved. Mm. Um, whereas, you know, a lot of uni learning, okay, you do have, especially like with computer science subjects, you do obviously have, you know, um, laboratory work and, you know, you're doing coding and stuff. Um, but obviously I find that you're doing a bit more in, um, in obviously a degree apprenticeship. Um, and also I was speaking um, to... A colleague from my old retail job um she was studying with the open university doing a computer science degree and mm. she definitely said that you know um degree apprenticeships are the way forward and they're definitely you know she would have much rather have done a, a degree apprenticeship I see and she also mentioned that sometimes when you're sort of you know when you're learning stuff from a degree sometimes the content of your degree Will have no relevance to your day-to-day job yeah Where, whereas with the with the modules that I'm doing they're actually you know really relevant to what I'll be doing I see you're you're almost learning like side by side as you're gaining the information you're putting it into practice which exactly, I think is, yeah. is such a good idea and I think more people should definitely um take up on it 
So James, we've discussed a bit about like what it is, what is a degree apprenticeship, um, why you would choose it over uni or going into the working world. Now I suppose the next thing to explore is because at Omiya's Corner, you know, the vibes are all about practicality. We want to know how is it you go from point A to point B? How, what are the steps that we take in order to, to get to the process? So do you want to like give us an idea of what, what were the initial things? What did you need to do to apply? Maybe it might be helpful. If I just give like a side-by-side comparison of um, the application process for me, and then we'll kind of delve into the application process for degree apprenticeships. So when I did my application, I applied on UCAS. I composed my personal statement, which I obviously uploaded with um, my predicted grades. And then um, I chose the, the five universities that I was interested in. I got responses. I went to interviews because that's specifically for usually medicine, um, Oxbridge and some other courses. And then I received offers. Then on results day, if I met those offers, that's where you go to. So that's kind of a very bare bone application process for university. So if you can maybe give us a detailed explanation of what, how does it work for degree, a degree apprenticeship? Is it similar? Is it different? What was it like? Um, so I guess it's somewhat similar and obviously a bit different. So the process was a year-long process. So I applied back in September 2019. But what is uh, different with degree apprenticeships is you have to apply directly through the company that you're applying for. So you don't have the luxury of UCAS where you just do it all through one website. So, so, you, have to, so you have to apply, you know, through every company that you're applying for. And obviously that can mean that the process in itself is a bit repetitive because you're filling out the same answers the same questions you know um so basically you start with a a basic application form you know you fill out your name address all of that information and then you submit your education history so all of your GCSE achieved grades and also your um a level predicted grades so you submit that all along Mm. And and then that will get sent to the company. They'll review it just to make sure everything's in con- you know tip top condition. And then you move on to the online tests. So these are in English and maths. So they're very similar to GCSE content. Um, so it's you know I say quite basic, but it's you know um, being able to, for example, in maths, picking data from tables, being able to you know calculate percentage change for example different things like this just to test your basic mathematical skills and in terms of English obviously the English tests were a bit more comprehension based um, and also uh, you know they tested your spelling punctuation and grammar but also they tested your some of them your written communication so like you might have to write for example a letter or an email or you might have to for example like this you might have to record a video or or an audio to answer their I question mm. and so basically then you'll get a, a message off the system to say whether you've passed or failed the tests um, and then obviously if, if you pass you move on to the next uh, step which I say it's a video interview but like there's no one on the other side right that's kind of weird so, What's that so a question comes up on the screen and then you've you just record a video of yourself answering the question 
And so right, these, okay. these are like skill-based questions. So it's like, what would you do in this situation? You know, for example, your team, mem- your team member's running late or, you know, is conse- consistently late. How do you address it with them, for example? So then you have in your verbal communication, you obviously have to speak as if you're speaking to that person. So it's not only your, you know, what you're saying, but it's also how you're saying it as well. Um, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, so then you'll have that. Then that will get sent off. And then that this takes a while because someone obviously has to watch your answers and check if you're a suitable candidate and continue with your application. Um, so just to get an idea of like the time scales of this. So around what time in the year are you doing like the online tests and then around what time are like the video interviews? So the application form I started in September and then um, you go straight into the online test. Everyone goes to the online tests, which is also in September. Then the then the video interviews, if you're successful and you go on to the next stage, that was generally October time. And then the yeah, and the, and then you it's ba- it was basically sort of a month on month um process. It was quite um quick. Yeah, that sounds quite rapid, like in comparison to the university process, it can be quite like drawn out like your um so for medicine that was early entry, so that's like October, but for most people it's January and then offers coming around like March and then so it seems like yeah. a very rapid process. So what happened after the video interviews? So then obviously once someone sort of checks your videos and makes sure that your answers are good and that you're a, a strong candidate, you're then invited to an assessment centre. So what this is, this is either held at the company's offices or it may be held at another location. And basically you go there. So for example, in my um, assessment centre, it was in central London, it was in a museum. Um, and basically all anyone who was basically applying for my company's roles, whether it be apprenticeships, graduates, anyone that was basically, or gap year students, anyone that was applying for the company, they came to this assessment centre. And so an assessment centre is a day-long event um, where you're basically, it's like you're constantly, I don't want to say you're constantly being watched, but like you you go from like different activities and you hear from different people um, and then like usually each sort of activity or session sort of tests a different area. So for example, I see. it might test your written communication in one, it might test your teamwork um, in, in another session, it might test your listening skills in another. Um, so, um, yeah, it's a, it's, an, it's a nice time because you're able to sort of network with a lot of degree apprenticeship people, uh, a lot of people that have applied for the degree apprenticeships. And um, from my actual assessment centre, I actually am still in touch with a lot of people that went there. Um, some of them are working at my company now, but others got offers elsewhere. Um, yeah. and it's definitely nice to stay in touch because obviously a lot of us were all on degree apprenticeship routes. I see. No, this this seems like a really interesting process. It seems quite like 
based on because I mean with the university process it's very like grades heavy but this is a lot like on you you as a person and and what you can bring to that role and to that company so totally could you you maybe elaborate on did, did your predicted grades play a role how much of a role did they play okay so with my company they have general entry requirements um which generally for companies of for degree apprenticeships are three c's at a level um but it is dependent on the sort of you know role that you're doing um and the the university that your your degree is with sometimes they have their own entry requirements which obviously the company have to enforce as such um but basically what my company um what they say to you is they they don't care what grades you get at the end but they want you to achieve your predicted grades that is what they say to you I see okay okay that makes sense so they want yeah you does to that make sense whatever, yeah so they want you to get whatever your teacher has predicted for you yeah I see okay that makes sense that makes sense so you've done like your video interview so do you get an offer in the same way that you get it for like university or are you just like waiting till results day so yeah you do get an offer that is after the so it's after the assessment center then you go to a face-to-face interview so that's with a what you call in my company a partner so it's a senior member of staff who is Mm. obviously normally in charge of your team and I see it's basically it's basically a job interview so it's like you know why do you want to work for the company what do you what do you think you can bring to the team you know um Mm. but there's also questions which I think is really good. It's not, it does, they don't only want you to identify your strengths. They also want, um, want you to identify your improvements. So where, what skills you would yeah. like to improve in that role. And I definitely think that's definitely, a good thing. That is really, really good, honestly. That is, this seems like such a, I don't know, not a creative process, but like a very collaborative one because you've got your online form, if I'm following correctly, so just for the listeners to like recap, you've got your online form, then you've got your um, you've got your application form, then you've got your online test, you've got your video interview, your assessment centre, and then your face to face interview. Have I got that right so far? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, so it just seems like a very kind of collaborative and interesting process, which I think is a good idea. So after the face to face interview, is that like the office stage, and then? you maybe yeah. like delve into what it felt like like getting your offer and, and then just waiting for like results day so yeah so um I got an email back um it took a while actually um because obviously they've got to consider everyone's application they you know they really go back on and look on your online test your video interviews you know they just recap your whole you know your whole thing through the recruitment process um so yeah. obviously it takes them a while to make a decision and then, yeah, I got my offer back. So it says, congratulations, you have got a conditional offer of employment with XY company. And obviously it mm. states in there that you've got their con- their conditions for my company were to meet your predicted grades that we had put on our application form. Um, but yeah, to get, a, um, to get an offer back from this company, I was absolutely over the moon. Um, it was because it's an absolutely great company um, and also it's a, a, a very well-known global company. So it's, you know, the top mm. in their industry. 
um, and they are very technology led and very in innovative. So that obviously is what drew me to the company, um, and also their yeah. values and their culture. So they're very um, they're very big on sustainability, you know, flexible working and things like that. So to get an offer back from them was absolutely amazing. Um, and for me, um, I was able to see firsthand the values and culture of the company because I did work experience with them. Um, so again, because I had that insight into the company, that was when I actually thought, you know, this is the company for me. I really like what they're doing here. Yeah, and that's so good that you had like that experience there because then you know like the culture and the environment of what you're stepping into, which is really good. So I just wanted yeah. to ask in terms of applying for the degree apprenticeship, did you also apply for uni alongside or did you just solely focus on the degree apprenticeship? So yeah, I did apply for university. I wrote my personal statement like everyone else. Um, I sent that off. Um, so basically, I got four of my five offers back um, for computer science courses. Yeah. Um, but what I did was, because I had my heart set on doing a degree apprenticeship, mm -hmm. I, what I did was I, I firmed my firm because it gave me an unconditional. So therefore, I had I not got into a degree apprenticeship at all then it would have been a backup plan or had I not got my grades or anything like that it would have been a you know something to fall back onto mm. I see that's a really good idea actually that's a really good plan so yeah the application process so I suppose the final kind of step in this long application process um would be results day like that's where everything culminates so do you maybe want to talk about obviously you know results day was very different this year due to um due to COVID-19 and the implications of that so do you maybe want to talk about what the results day experience was like for you in terms of really achieving your goal of getting into the degree apprenticeship um yeah. and yeah just let the people know what it was like so obviously you know, this year, COVID-19, it took over and meant that yeah. we didn't sit any exams. So our teachers had to send off our what is called our predicted grades or centre assessed grades. Um, and then these were put into a sort of algorithm and then it spurted out a letter, which was an, you know, a grade that was given to us. Um, so this was a whole drama and fiasco. Um, but really basically... On results day, I was given by the government's algorithm um, BDD. So that was a complete shock and I was absolutely mortified. But the thing is, though, I, I wanted to be angry, but I wasn't angry. I don't know. I was just it was it was a really confusing point as well, because I was like, because obviously at that point I thought, oh, I haven't got the grades for my degree apprenticeship I thought oh you know what am I gonna have to go to uni now you know not that I really wanted to go to uni so obviously it was a very confusing day um but yeah. then on that day so basically I had to send my company uh, my results from the government's algorithm um so they took that into account and obviously during the day of results day and the next day the Friday 
you know, it came out a lot in the media, you know, children were really, you know, the young people were really disadvantaged by the algorithm, especially those, you know, from sort of low socioeconomic backgrounds, um, you know, Absolutely. BAME, you know. Um, so, obviously, the government realised that they completely messed up. And yeah. so they were, by the Monday, they had announced that they were giving us our centre assess grades. So mine yeah. were A, B, B, which is a lot better than BDD that I was given. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, so then by the Monday, when this had been announced, my company emailed us up and was like, so we've listened to the government news. Can you please send us your um, predicted grades, your centre assess grades? So I sent them off and, you know, I thought, well, I've got the grades that I need to get in. So yeah. I was sort of like waiting for the, you know, confirmation. And literally, by the, so this was like sort of, I think, four o'clock time, I think. Mm. And then literally by seven o'clock, I had an email to say, congratulations, your offer is um, still standing. You're going to be joining us within three weeks of that That's time amazing. of that day um but yeah it was it was it 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 was a big sort of thing to overcome because obviously the whole fiasco you was like oh am I going so to university stressful. it was Honestly. absolutely so stressful it was those literally from the Thursday to the Monday it was literally the most stressful five days of my life um, yeah I can imagine but then, what I thought was really good, which was revealed the next day, Tuesday, was that actually my company honoured everyone's offers, regardless oh, of their wow. grades. Yeah, um, So I think that was a big step because obviously, you know, a lot of people, even even with their centre assessed grades, a lot of people were still disadvantaged. Um, yeah, exactly. Because obviously, exactly. you know, their teachers are, are only predicting what they think they'll get. Um. But yeah, it was nice to be finally confirmed. It was really exciting. Um, but also, it would have been really upsetting because also I was networking with like loads of people. We already had a group chat established, you know, ready to start. So it felt great that we could finally say, yes, we're coming now. Yeah, exactly. So James, we've come to like the end of this like mammoth application process, had a couple of hiccups, but you've got into the degree apprenticeship now. And I know you started a couple of weeks ago. So maybe let's just let the people know. First of all, what have the first couple of weeks been like? If you could describe it in one sentence, what has it been like working? It has been absolutely amazing. It's been really informative, um, you know, finding out about, you know, technology, the technology that they use, especially for me, because that is where my specific interests lie. Um, mm. And yeah, working a nine to five, it, it it feels good. The days, the days go fast. Maybe it's because I'm in my really? house. I don't know, but like, honestly, the days go by no time. Like, I clock, I log on at nine o'clock, start my day. Before I know it, it's lunchtime. That's and then amazing. You come back off your lunch break. You continue with your work, and then there you go. It's five o'clock. Time to log off. You're done. That's it. That's that is really good. So, like, in terms of 
let's kind of give people an insight. What would be the typical structure of your day? So you've logged in at nine o'clock. Like what's going on until lunch? What kind of things are you working on? Um, so obviously at present, because I'm still in my induction period, it's very learning based, learning about the company, learning about what my team specifically does. Um, so basically it's a mixture of sort of meetings. So meeting people, having discussions about what they do in the team, you know, um, and yeah, learning about the different technologies and stuff. And then we also have a combination of online learning. So online courses that are uh, set to us and they're on different things. So some of them are on thing, things like Outlook and how to use Outlook and then thing, you know, and how to use Excel. And then thing, other things are on like um, sort of project management sort of things. Um, so, yeah. you know, how to work on a project and stuff. Um, so, yeah, at the present, it's a lot of learning. Learning, like training, getting to know the company. Yeah. I think that's so good. Um, do you feel, do you feel like you're adequately, adequately supported or is it like, because I remember I had maybe a, a, it could be a misconception of degree apprenticeships in terms of like being just thrown in at the deep end with work. Are you do you feel like adequately supported in terms of what you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. So we have so we have a four week induction into my team um, and that is, you know, it's filled with all this learning um, and, you know, your your manager and you've got people support. You've got a very good support system. So in my company, I've got a buddy who is a third year degree apprentice. So they're able to sort of help us in, um, you know, and it's sort of an informal relationship. You know, you're able to just talk to them about work, talk to them, you know, any questions you've got, um, which is really good. And then you've also got your counsellor, which is sort of like a manager, but they're also in uh, help, helping you with your career development. So, you know, they ask you, where, where do you want to be in 90 days time? You know, where do you want to be a year, you know, next year? Where do you want to be? Yeah, um, that's really good for like so, visions and goal setting. Yeah. So I really think that the counsellor idea is really helpful. Um, and yeah, so these online courses and these sessions that we're, you know, talking to people and they're telling us about what they do has definitely really, you know, they've given us the base knowledge that we need. Um, yeah. So I would say um, for me, obviously, because my degree and because I'm in a technology team a level GCSE and a level computer science were definitely a benefit and you know they did give me some base knowledge which is useful however um you know even if you didn't do computer science or even if you didn't do maths for example you know you are absolutely taken taken by the hand and literally step by step you're you're really you know, you're really helped by them. The people are really That's supportive. Amazing. Um, That's really you know, good because one of the things I wanted to like lean into was, do you think your A-levels adequately like prepared you for this? Or do you think it's just the thing of like, the, the job is giving you the support you need? Like you're, you were, whether the A-levels like were, were not helpful, like you're still fine. Yeah. So I think a combination of both, you know, my A-levels did help me. So within my technology team, there's sort of two main aspects and focuses. So one is on data analytics and one is on um, software engineering and sort of 
you know, more coding and stuff. So basically, my A-level computer science would have definitely helped with the um, software engineering side of things. Maybe a, a little bit of data an analytics, but definitely A-level maths statistics, you know, the statistics module would have definitely helped with data analytics. Um, Absolutely, But, yeah. you know, like I said before, you're you're supported, you're, you're taught everything, like, like as if you're, you know, everyone's on the same field. Like most people, you know, brought in, a lot of people, they don't know maybe computer science or maths maybe, but they're definitely supported the whole way through. And, you know, they're introduced to the topics that we're going to cover, you know, through these sessions and through these online learnings courses. Yeah, no, that's amazing. I'm really glad to hear that. Um, just as a point, like, what would you say has been the most challenging thing you've experienced over the past couple of weeks? Um, okay, so with the online learning, um, so basically what happens is our manager will give us a schedule or an agenda for the day and they'll tell us you know what we've got to do um, and for me um, more towards the longer courses so I think I told you but I can't remember um, like I did a six hour excel online course mm, um, so so you know having the motivation and having the you know being able to sit through that and listen to that was sort of a struggle because it was so lengthy However, uh, yeah, to contrast that, you know, because I haven't done Excel spreadsheets for probably since like year seven or year eight, yeah, because that's more of like an ICT thing as opposed to computer science. Um, exactly. Because I hadn't done it for so long, although I knew how to do, you know, the, the very basics, it was really good to have that refresher course and Absolutely. obviously go towards the more advanced stuff. Yeah, because it's going to be so valuable in your work with like data. Um, so it's Absolutely. really good that like they're they're training you on that kind of stuff. So James, we've spoken all about the process your first couple of weeks, and I'm really glad to hear that like it's going well for you. Um, and I just wanted to find out like what are your hopes for the future? Um, in terms of like after your degree apprenticeship, where do you hope that it will take you? Do you plan to stay with the company? Do you plan to kind of move on to different things? Just what do you think the future holds? Um, so obviously it's very early stages. Um, but at present, I would like to stay at the company because obviously, as I've said before, it's, you know, it's an amazing company to work for. You know, they really sort of believe in their people. They really support their people. Um, so mm. I think that will be really great, great to to be part of this company um and so yeah it, as this course progresses obviously I get my degree bachelor of science in digital and technology solutions which is accredited by Roehampton University um and basically within this degree I forgot to mention and um, we also have a specialism so okay um in my team specifically as I I think I sort of touched on it earlier. Um, there's two main focuses on data analytics and software engineering. So basically, um, what this means is that I have the choice between those two specialisms, you know, the choice of becoming a sort of qualified data analyst or a qualified software engineer within my degree. Okay. But like the degree in 
general has a lot more specialisms. It's just those two specialisms are tailored to my role. I see. So do you, do you know like which one you're leaning towards at the moment? Um, so for me, it would have to be, at present, it would have to be software engineering, um, mainly because computer science, that was always my favourite subject. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like you say, it's, it's early stages, you know, it's early stages. I don't yeah, have to make the know. decision yet. I only have to make this, the decision once I move towards my sort of final-ish year. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I've got a lot of time to make my mind up. Um, That's really good. And also, I think by giving us only two options, it's sort of mm. beneficial because you don't have to sort of, you know, think which one am I going to go towards? You've, you know, you've only got two options. And obviously yeah. both of them are really beneficial for my role, you know, um, in my team. So, yeah, um, I, I think it will be good moving forward. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Like less less pressure kind of between those two choices. Um, so, James, I want to thank you so, so much for coming on the podcast. Um, I just think this has been so informative and I hope that anyone out there who's listening who um, is just wondering like what the next steps they want to take are, whether they're, you know, on a gap year, whether they're like heading into uni, just le- wanting to learn a bit more about what a degree apprenticeship means for you. Um, so I just wanted to ask, do you have any advice for someone who's looking into a degree apprenticeship or who's like currently maybe in the application process? If you could maybe give one top tip of what you think someone looking to do a degree apprenticeship should be doing what tip would you give them um it would probably be more towards um focus on sort of the skills necessary for like the video interview the assessment center and the face-to-face interview so that would be you know getting to know and understand what sort of questions they ask you know the skills based questions you know the competency questions and you know what would you do in this situation kind of questions um and sort of always having evidence to back it up so for example you know give us a time when you worked well in a team well you know you can talk about for example in my case I can talk about bronze and silver duke of edinburgh I can talk about NCS you know there's lots of different things and it's always good to have your evidence when you're um giving those when you're answering those questions because it's all right saying, oh, I worked well as a team, I did this, I did that. But, you know, where did you show it? Where did you actually show it? Um, so, yeah, I definitely think that's the fo- you should have a focus on that. Oh, that's really good. So just focus on those main, like, key skills, working towards the video interview, the assessment centre and the face-to-face interview. Um, obviously, I'm going to chat to James afterwards. You know what we do at Omni's Corner, we're all about resources. So I'm just going to ask him for like, a couple of things he found really, really helpful. And I'm obviously definitely going to drop them in the description box for you guys to learn more. I'm also going to put James's socials in the description box. So if you want to know about a degree apprenticeship, more about what it entails and the process, you've got an expert here that I've sourced for you from this mm-hmm. podcast. So James will be able to help you with that. And I just really want to encourage everyone who's listening keep persevering have a good September let's keep pushing um towards goals and um yeah just I hope that you found this episode so informative and James 
Thank you so, so much for coming on. It's so highly appreciated. Thank you for having um, me. It's been a great discussion. Um, and yeah, like, like Omye said, definitely reach out to me if you're currently applying or if you're thinking about applying because, you know, I really want to help people. And um, also a note on apprenticeships, you know, obviously mm. this discussion was all about degree apprenticeships, also known as level yeah. six. Um, but there are a lot more level apprenticeships out there. So, for example, if you're a um, you've just finished your GCSEs, you can look towards a level three apprenticeship, which is equivalent to A levels. Um, or if, for example, um, you finished your A levels, then you can look towards it's up to you level four, level five or level six um, degree apprenticeship. Uh, well, level four, level five, level six apprenticeships. Um, so that level four would be a year long, level five would tend to be two years long and level six would tend to be three years long. So, for example, a level four would be perfect for someone who's taken a gap year, um, you know, after A-levels. They can do that qualification in their, in their gap year and then move on to uni, for example. So there's a lot out there. Um, and, yeah, the resources are going to be in the description box. But definitely yes. take a look at the government website. Um, they list all apprenticeships on there all levels and it gives you links directly to the company's website where you need to apply and where to find out more information so that is my go-to website but yeah I'll, the rest will be in the description box but yeah thank you for having me it's been great anytime james anytime honestly and um hopefully we can have you back on maybe towards the end of like in june of 2021 to see like how the first year has gone that would be really really great um so guys thanks for listening hope you've enjoyed stay informed you know how everything will be in the description box be sure to follow me on instagram at omies underscore corner and we'll see you in the next one toodle pit mm-hmm.